Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast, where we choose a Bible verse, and we talk about it and how to practically walk it out in our everyday walk with Christ. I'm Kevin, and I'm here with Aaron. Everybody, say hello. Aaron, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. Uh, Today, we will be reading out of 1 Corinthians 9. The verses will be 19 through 23. Again, 1 Corinthians 9, 19 through 23. So we'll give you guys a chance to turn to your Bibles or look up the verse on your phone, however you're following along with us today. Hey, Aaron, how you doing today, bud? Uh, I'm I'm doing, bro. I've <clears throat> just a rough day. Again, just collectively with things piling up. Uh, I mean, overall, it's a good day. We had a good day at work. It was good to get back to work. Um, just in general, not feeling well mentally, but I'm 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 good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. I'm I'm doing doing okay. I had really just got done working out. You know, we're doing this a little bit later because I had to go to the gym at five. So me and my nephew went with the gym, hit a tough chest day, a little bit of tricep at the end, so it was really really good. Um, my brother-in-law brought me a job application for the company he works for, so hopefully that'll work. If not, I have um, one of the companies that I originally applied for when I first got out just reached out to me again, so. We'll see if that turns out any differently, but I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing really good. Awesome, man. Glad I to learned that. to, yeah, I learned to not go on road trips with seven and eight year old boys because that was, we just went up to Omaha so I could visit Fidelity, try to get some money out of an IRA account I had, and, uh, that was, that was fun and interesting, but that's all right. It was fun, and I learned. Well, some lessons are hard to learn, man. Yes. Uh, yeah. I gave them the choice. I said, do you want to come or not? And they wanted to come. Next time, I'm going to let them stay. They'll have more fun if they stay. All right. Um, Aaron, Aaron, you chose today's Bible verse, so I'm going to go ahead and pray us in, all right? All right. All right. Attitude of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity to come before you to read your word, God. We ask that as we go about reading your word that you would allow us allow it to stick into our hearts, God. We'd ask that anything that we have going on outside of this Bible study, that you push it from our minds right now and that you put us on you. We uh we ask that you allow us to concentrate on you because we know that's where the answers lie. God, please help us deal with the problems that we're facing and help us rest in you when we cannot do that well enough. God, we know that in our weakness, your strength is made perfect, and we just ask that you continue to look over us. God, please bless this podcast and where it's going, and uh, have your hand on it. Um, let us see the movement in it, God. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> okay, so we're in 1 Corinthians. I'm going to be in chapter 9. I'm going to start at verse 19. I'm going to read through 23. <clears throat> I'm reading out of my ESV today. For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. To the Jews I become as a Jew, in order to win the Jews. To those under the law I become as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law I become as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak I become weak that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that I might by all means save some. 
I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessings. <clears throat> so this is a this is a passage that a, a mentor of mine, who Kevin knows, uh, Matt, who's a, uh, my pastor. This is something we've looked at a lot in the ministry that we have with uh, the Christ of Victor movement and Freedom Initiative. This passage, by all means, might save some. In another translation, also just that we're willing to become whatever it takes to win those around us. And like Paul says, not being without the law, not that we're completely lawless and living a crazy life just to win someone, but that we're willing to take the steps to reach out to whoever is in need, that we're no better than anyone. We don't look down on anyone. We do whatever it takes in the souls for the kingdom of God. We do that for the sake of the gospel that we can share with them and its blessings. Yeah. I think this, this really, I like this verse. Um, so this verse reminds me of a, of a saying, of, of a worldly saying that may have biblical roots, but the worldly saying is, uh, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Right? Yes. And so the very beginning of this is, is very important to me. It says, though I am free and belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. That's hard. That's hard for us to recognize that we need to be selfless, you know. Uh, I often tell people, like, um, they tell me stuff like, I don't want to be walked on. And I don't, I don't think you should do that. I don't think you should help that person out. They're probably using you. And I have to, and I have to tell myself this too, but I'd much rather be walked on than be hardened and callous. And that's like, I get that from what Paul's saying is that he's making, he's humbling himself to help everyone because while they may be using you, you might be able to spread the gospel in that. And I think that's, that's very important for me to remember, you know, um, so I really like that, that portion of the beginning. And, and that's exactly the <clears throat> what I want to bring up, man, is that we're willing to do what that takes and put ourselves in uncomfortable situations around people that others may cast off to the side, that others may discount as no good. When I think about just everyone around us, how many people are, are lost and lonely and desperate and just need a smiling face? They just need someone to say, hey, how are you doing today? There's so many uh, religious people that think just because someone doesn't live up to their standards of what they think a good Christian or a good person should be, then we need to not associate with them or we need to just cast them off. But Paul is saying, look, I, I've become a servant to all. Like He, he did everything possible to to win as many people as he could. And that meant putting him himself as, as a Jew in real uncomfortable situations around the Gentiles. And I think about, so you, you were commenting on people not wanting to be walked on and things like that. And I always recall the passage where Jesus is at the supper and he's dipping his bread and he, he says, hey, the person who's dipping their bread with me is going to betray me. And they're all like, oh, no, no, no. Well, here's Judas. You know, he didn't kick him out. He didn't curse him. He didn't. He still left with him. Like he still ate that dinner with him, knowing what was going to happen. 
he still yeah. loves us we are, knowing that we're going to let him down, knowing that we're going to fail. And how many times do we have friendships and relationships or acquaintances where the slightest little discomfort or the slightest little annoyance and we're done? Like, I'm out. Forget this dude. And that's not what this is saying. It's 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 willing to be a servant to all, willing to share that love of Jesus. Yeah. Man, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, I finally found out why Aaron is still my friend. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have back. Oh, no. no, no, I'm just playing. Um, yeah, I think that you know it's it's really cool for me for to read this right, and I think that we we don't want our listeners to get confused, right? Paul's not saying to do what everybody else is doing, and Paul's not saying that you have to conform yourself to the people you're around. But what Paul is saying is you have to you have to feel some empathy for the people in your life, right? So you have to know what it's like to be those that are under the law. And that's not – so for those that believe that it's – that you must practice a, a strict Sabbath, for those that believe that you must have be, be circumcised, there's still people like that today. And we have to be empathetic with how they believe, Right? So that we may bring back the gospel, or even people who don't, who don't believe in Christ, we have to be empathetic with what they, what they don't believe. That's not to say that we need to not believe, but we have to be empathetic with it. And so I like this verse a lot because he's not telling you to conform to the ways of the world, or that there that you have to do these things that other people are doing. But what he's saying is, is that you have to be empathetic and understand where they're coming from. For those under the law, for those not under the law, right? For those who are weak, for those who are strong, you have to understand where people are coming from for you to be able to spread the gospel. And that's such a beautiful message that, hey, we have to try to understand each other. Because especially in today's world, we're so divisive. And even in the in the church, it's so divisive. We have, you know, a hundred different denominations. And if you don't believe this, believe this about baptisms or if you don't, celebrate the Sabbath on a Saturday or if you don't believe in, you know, or if you do believe in worship or having snakes in your church, whatever it may be, we're divisive. And what this is telling us is to stop being divisive, right? And that's a powerful thing. That's exactly. You you know that I I have a big passion for church unity and uh, it really pains me when I see Christians so divided over the silliest little issues, when we know that the root of our salvation lies in Jesus Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. Amen. And I've seen people who will completely disown someone because they pronounce a book of the Bible differently than them. You know, I've seen people who, who will not go to a church because they use a certain version of the Bible or they don't like the worship music. Or they don't like what the pastor wears. It's just the most random stuff, man, that people use to cause division. And, and Jesus was clear on, on the unity of the body, and that we're called to community. <clears throat> so I definitely think it's important for us to set aside those things and be willing to, to become to the Jews as a Jew, to the free as a free, to the to those under the law. Man, one of the yeah, coolest and- things I've done is live like, 
I, I practiced Judaism for a while, just just because you know it was the roots of our faith, and I wanted to to, to celebrate a year as a Jew, and it was probably one of the most eye-opening experiences as far as the legalism of faith and why they do what they do. Uh, and it just really opened my eyes, and it opened some doors to some people that I probably wouldn't have had communication with. Uh, it's just so important for us to be willing to take those steps to, to love those around us no matter what, no matter their beliefs, what they, how they live. And like yeah. you said, not that we... Well, uh, well, I'm going to go out to the bar and get drunk because I'm trying to win the drunks. No, that's not what Paul's saying. He clearly says, no, not that. But it's being willing to sit down with a guy who's in his disease and talking through it and share with him a better path. And be like not just share with him, guys. I I will always always support the sharing of Jesus and the gospel. Right, but it's not just sharing the gospel, but it's also just being an empathetic ear, telling people, "Man, that must suck," without saying, "Yeah, that must suck." I have the answer. Just be empathetic, hear yeah. them. Um, so one of the things I wanted to point out is, so I think that if you guys talk to me about where I'm at in my faith, you'll hear a lot of these things that Aaron says are very important to him, be very important to me because Aaron's been a mentor in my faith, right? So that division in the church is something that I I'm greatly against as well, and. Um, I think that one of the things that Aaron points out is that Jesus is against it. But it's not just Jesus, because while Jesus is God, right, the word of God is coming through all of his prophets and all the disciples, right? So when we look at it, it's very clear that Paul also, right here, is saying the same thing Jesus said. And that's just as much the word of God is from Jesus, because the Bible is, is completely the word of God. So it's not just Jesus that says it, it's backed up throughout Scripture, that we cannot be divided. We have to be unified. And that's what I love about this verse from Paul. Is he's talking about be unified, but on a on a single individual level, right? So be under the law when you're with one who is under the law so that you can be unified with him because that will be a more powerful story. And when you're uh, with somebody who's not under the law, be not under the law so you can be unified. So I think that Paul is talking about that not being divisive as a church, but he's talking about it on an individual level, and that's so important. So for me, when I think about that, and how do I walk that out? Okay, well, how do I, how do I, what does he say? How do I make a slave to everyone, to myself, to everyone, to win as many as possible? Well, that's easy. Ask people, what can I do for you? How can I help? That's the most important question that you can ever ask somebody. Um, so there's a really cool show on NBC. It's called New Amsterdam, and I've got to see it since I've been out. But the the theory is this doctor becomes the head of a hospital, and he goes around and he just asks people, how can I help you to become a better hospital? He just says, how can I help you? Guys, we can do that. That's a That's a way we can actively walk out this verse. Become a slave to everyone. When you're talking to somebody, how can I help you? What can I do to help? It goes a long way. Eric, what do you think? How do you, how can we practically walk this out, this verse? I, I, I definitely like asking people, you know, hey, how can I help you? Something I try to do also is, and I actually just commented to my girlfriend this weekend how people think it's strange that I'm so friendly because when I go somewhere, I constantly, everyone I see, I, I try to say hi to. I try to say, hey, how are you doing? How's your day? You know, when I go through Walmart, I, you know, I, I, talk to the people when I check out. I talk to people as I'm going through. I'm 
always waving at people, trying to give them a smile. Uh, when I'm interacting with someone in a store or a restaurant, uh, you know, I go out of my way to be overly friendly, like, hey, how's your day? I try to get to know them. Like, like hey, do you like how long you've been working here? Do, do you like it? Uh, so many people just need to know that someone cares. And, and to me, that that's how I practically live it out is just by being a warm, friendly smile. When I'm at work, I, I try to say good morning to everybody. Throughout the day, I try to say, hey, you're doing a good job. Hey, is there something I can help you with? Yeah, yeah. And Or I try to ask them, like, hey, do you know a way I could do this better? Because people like to feel like their opinion matters. So they're like, hey, do you know a way to do this a little faster? And, and it helps me learn something. And then they feel important. Yeah. So that's that's kind of how I live that out, man. One, one small thing that I would mention, too, that's a very good point. I I also think it's important that we watch how critical we are of other people. So I think that that's something that Paul is talking about when he says to be like those under the law, when be under the law when you're with those who are under the law. So if we're practicing the same way they are, then we are not being critical of them. And that goes a long way. I'm not saying never be critical of anybody, but when you're trying to reach people, being critical can push people away from what you're trying to tell them. And so that's something that I would say, you know, we have to monitor people as they come up in the faith, but because criticism is needed. But in the beginning, don't be so critical so you can appear like you're in unity with them because they'll listen to you more. You definitely need common ground with people. You know, we've talked a lot about levels of friendships. There's things I can I, – I, I could – be overly critical with you because we have that relationship, but I'm not also not going to tell the person I just meet the things that I would tell you. Yeah, and we de- de- definitely need to be careful with that because there's a lot of a lot of that going on in the world. Everyone knows what everyone else should be doing better than what they're doing. Yeah, we don't, we so don't want to be those people. So, so guys, those are some practical ways to walk out what Paul's talking about and how to be a slave to everybody. Guys, we hope that you, you hear this and you understand what we're talking about in terms of trying to reach out and help people, help them where they're at, and don't judge them where they're at, so that you can better, what does he say at the end? So that you can do this for the sake of the gospel, that I may share in its blessings, right? So that you may share in its blessings. We just, we really hope that you guys got something out of this today. Um, please continue to listen. Please look us up on Facebook. Please look us up on Twitter. Reach out to us. Let us know you're listening. We love you guys, and uh, we uh, we want to hear from you. Aaron, you want to pray us out? Yep. Ready? No. Heavenly Father. Yeah, you ready? Yes, Aaron, I'm ready. I was just playing. I'm sorry. All right. Are, are, are we praying out? We're praying out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for giving us a platform to reach out to people. We just pray that we could be a blessing. We pray that as people listen, they could be nourished in their faith and just nourished into a better life. We pray that you continue to us. pray that you give us opportunities to share with people. I uh, pray that as we continue to grow, that you'll develop us into the men of God that you would want us to be, that you'll develop our listeners into the people of God that you would have them to be. Uh, As our brothers continue to fight this sickness in the facilities, we just pray for strength for them, for courage, for wisdom, and for comfort for them and their families. 
we thank you. We praise you. You're awesome. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you guys. Amen.